Did you ever wonder? Did you ever wonder? I do. Did you ever wonder why the sun always rises, but the stars never fall, why dry land is never satisfied by water, and why fire never says enough? Enough. The wonder of darkness today. <laughs> I don't know about you, but there's a lot to wonder about as far as darkness is concerned. Obviously, Jesus talked a lot about it, but the reason I'm talking about it today is, you know, I've been working on translating the Gospel of John back into Hebrew, and and the verse that um, I'd actually gotten past, but I keep going back to it as I'm clearly understanding new things about it all the time, is the fifth verse, and it says, The light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. And so I had totally, you know, finished that verse, I thought. (laughs) But as I was working, actually, this week I've been working on this, he was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. I've been working on that verse, and in doing so, interestingly, God taught me something huge yesterday on the idea of the light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not, because the idea of darkness in Hebrew, when you look at it, it it, it has a hat, which would, would mean like the marriage, and a shin, and, and then it has a hoof. And so <laughs> it's almost like the burning desire of marriage, um, and 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 almost like the idea is that here's this unbelievable desire for light, but there isn't any, right? And there's a lack of it, and so here's this uh, strong desire for light, but for some reason, this particular darkness, that that when the light shined, that <laughs> what John was talking about, the darkness could comprehend it not. And so that's a fascinating concept of how that just works practically. Well, Interestingly, I had a good call from my good friend Joe Valls yesterday, and he was describing uh, a, a teaching that he had heard about the fact that God cannot lie. And that, you know, because his very nature is that, that he can't lie. That it's just impossible for God to lie. And there's lots of scriptures along those lines. And, and he said, it's just like, you know, dogs can't fly. You know, they can jump pretty high. But if you jump and drop them out of an airplane as much as you want, their nature is not to fly. And, you know, people uh, <laughs> don't necessarily, uh, you know, bark very often unless, you know, they're not trying to be a dog. In other words, we all have our nature, so to speak. And our nature, obviously, was that of our father when we were born, which was of the devil. And so interestingly, as you think about that, you know, there was no way that through your nature, you know, that you were opposed to God, that you were going to turn to God. So the idea being that God came after us, right? But unfortunately, we were not able to see light. So the only way that we would be able to see light is for him to somehow or another change our nature. I don't know exactly how that works, but obviously it worked through John the Baptist to some extent, as we're going to get into all that. But today I just want to think about wait a minute, that, that if you're a dog, right, you can hear sound frequencies that I cannot hear, right? You, if you, you know the story of a dog whistle, like you blow that dog whistle and nobody can hear it, but dogs come a-running, right? And, and interestingly, if you're a deer hunter, you know the deer can smell things that, that we can't smell, and they can smell directions that we can't smell, and they can smell a lot of things because if you look at their heads, it's just all set up as one big nose, and bloodhounds, from what I understand, can even smell things above what they can smell because that's their nature. Well, (laughs) 
the light that apparently came into the world was at a different frequency than, than what we could see. Because of our natures, um, what happened, obviously, as of the fall, as Adam did that, he needed to blind us to some extent or we would be dead. <laughs> in other words, in order to protect us, we can't see certain, obviously, the wavelengths of this particular kind of light. However that works, I'm not exactly sure. But the idea is that the darkness does not comprehend light. And that this points back to how important it is, these seeds of faith, you know, that, that, that what obviously John the Baptist came to be was a witness to the light. Because somehow or another, God had given him the ability to see that frequency um, of light that others couldn't see. And he was told what to look for. I don't know how it all worked, but obviously, you know, John was out there preaching the word and told people that they needed to get the closest God as they possibly could, get as cleaned up as they possibly could through baptism so that, that hopefully, you know, God could begin to work on them so that they could see this frequency of light. Because when we see that frequency of light, and I really don't know how this works, but I do know that when you can see it, it, it literally changes everything in your life. As I've told you before about the story, but I'll say it one more time, where I was praying, praying, praying one night, you know, asking God for a lot of stuff. And he, 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 he all of a sudden showed up that night and it scared me because there was a presence I had not seen before from God, but it was just so awesome. I suppose somehow or another, my eyes were open to that particular light that night that it just was almost terrifying when he showed up and he said, Robbie, what do you want? And I knew it was the Lord. And, and, and I glibly answered, you know, I just want to serve you. And when I did, you know, he began to show me all these things that he had asked me to do, mostly about connecting with other people and loving on other people that I hadn't done. And, and in doing so, it was interesting. He did that without any, I, I had no feeling of guilt or shame as a result of not doing it. Actually, what I felt was almost like, you know, the, the prodigal son felt like when he was headed for the steak dinner, like, oh man, I, get, I can do this stuff. These are things I can do and things I want to do. And I started, and I began after I repented of that to see the light, this glory of God that apparently is going to fill the temple, fill us, this unbelievable light that I began to see, and it was golden, and it was beautiful. And actually, since that day, I don't know what he turned on in my ability to see light, <laughs> but I can close my eyes at times. I can even see it with my eyes open, and I get these different colored lights that, that indicate things to me. Um, they're absolutely beautiful and reminders to me of his presence, which is so important to me because when I see those things, I know that I'm in present time because for me to see that light, I have to be in his presence. <laughs> and somehow or another, he turned my light sensor on to that particular wavelength. I don't know how it works. I really do not know how it works. But what I do know is, is that what it says clearly in the scriptures is that, you know, the light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has no way to comprehend it because it's not, it's not in its nature, right? And so for people to see the light, they, their nature has to be changed. And that isn't anything that I can do except witness to what I've seen, the light myself, give them hope, and, and, and hopefully they will pray and, and God will open their hearts to, to what he's, he's given me. And, and, Again, that's my prayer for you. If you've not seen that light, whatever that may look like in your life, it's actually in Matthew 6, 22 and 23, where Jesus gives us this 
understanding where he says in verse 22, the light of the body is the eye. If therefore the eye be single, thy whole body should be full of light. But if thine eye be evil, the whole body shall be full of darkness. And if therefore that light is in thee, it be darkness. How great is that darkness? In other words, you're, you're not tuned into WGOD as far as your eyes are concerned. You're not going to be able to see that light. And so, wow, what a, what a wonderful thing. And I can't help but think of one of my favorite Psalms in Psalms 13. Jesus, excuse me, David says, King David says, lighten our eyes lest we sleep the sleep of death. Thanks for listening. Do you ever wonder? Did you ever-